Hey yo, welcome to the Underrated Minds Podcast. My name is Ty. I'm Nate, the motherfucking great. That mm. man, the plant man. And I am Underrated Mind, and you are tuning in to the Underrated Minds Podcast, the illest, trillest, and chillest podcast in the nation. You guys are in for a treat today. We got some two good topics, actually, to start off with. But before we get to that, you already know what we do. Daily check-in. What's going on, fellas? Uh, I start off uh, pretty, doing pretty good. Um, I recently ordered a like a U-shaped desk and uh, got all my parts to assemble. And i um, planning on assembling that uh, uh, later next week. Me too, man. I got an X-shaped desk. <laughs> you have and an X-shaped desk? Yeah, and I already assembled that. I bet that shit fire for real. An X-shaped desk? An X-shaped yeah. desk? That doesn't seem... It seems clunky. Think about it. Like I, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> you, you, you can sit with other bitches. You know? Oh, my God. Okay. You, go. you can do that with any other. You can do that with a U-shaped desk or any other desk. Nah. Okay. Antoine, what's good with you, man? I got my stimulus. Get out of here. What? I got I got my stimmy, man. When? Then I blew it. (laughs) You when? You went to Magic City. I got it fucking um either Tuesday or Wednesday. I got it. What? Like I woke up, I expected like one dollar in my account. I woke up. I was like, "Oh wait, hold on, a thousand seven hundred. Oh, call Biden up, man. What? I ain't got shit yet. You supposed to do your taxes to get that, right? Yep. Yeah, I do. But then I bought like a, a birthday outfit. Got a tattoo. Got a piercing. I got my a girl birthday? A birthday outfit? Yeah. Well, when did you do your uh, taxes? Shit. When did I do it? Like early February, I think. Dang. Wait, what do you mean by birthday outfit? You mean like like nothing? You didn't you didn't wear any clothes? No, not a birthday suit. Oh, <laughs> oh you got a dirty mind. No. <laughs> you imagine another man. I bought some new shoes. Oh, okay. Bought some jeans, a shirt, and a jacket. Oh, you bought clothes on your birthday. Well, for my birthday. (laughs) And I bought AirPods for some reason. Do I sound right now? Do I do I sound clear? Yeah, you good. You sound good. Yeah. Congrats. And Mary Jane. I bought a lot of Mary Jane. Yeah, I knew you was gonna cop the of course. Oh, I, of I course. spent $120 on it. Mm. Yo. 
Well, yeah, that's it for me, though. For me, yo, would you ever go? Oh, sorry, Tyler. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yo, Anton, would you ever go to um hiking and gas up one day? That sounds like the perfect thing to do. I might go to the canyons and do that shit. To the canyons? Yeah, there's yeah. a, I think, Providence Canyon in Georgia. What do you know about the canyons? You, you ain't it's a beautiful place. You're not supposed yeah. to climb on the canyon walls, but we did it anyway. Yeah, go ahead, Tyler. My week was all right. Nothing much. You know, same old, same old. Work is good. <laughs> just uh, glad to see another day. But um, I'm interested in getting to this topic. So we have for us um, underrated music and underrated leadership. Which one do you guys want to kick off with? Yo, the canyons look amazing. <laughs> uh, let's do the music first, and then we then we become serious later on. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So obviously, I mean, you know, music is a it's a universal language and it's is different types of it, different types of artists, you know, it's different cultures. You got mainstream, you got the ones that's not so mainstream, you know, you got consciousness, you got creative, rock, all that. So I guess well, that could be a good question to start with. What what makes music what makes a music underrated? Whether that's a specific genre, artist, song. What do you think makes music underrated? Hmm. Yes, not a lot of people will listen to it. <laughs> nah. Nah, a lot of people listen to it. Like that's like one of the highest industries that produce a lot of dollars on the um entertainment music you know and plus you don't even need a degree to make music you just make it it's just talent you know but music what could be a little uh underrated about it it can help with therapy let's say a heartbreak or it can work with like motivation you know to like work out you know it just it, it builds your persona in some type of way you know, I think. I think I think what makes music underrated is if it's like a kind of like a if it's made from from something like unique. Like if someone like uh uses like like chip tunes. I don't know the right words, but like kind of like make it like make music kind of sounds like uh like they came from like the NES or old games, or mm -hmm. or they like combine songs that you usually you usually wouldn't think would be able. They sound good together. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, something like unique, like uh, you know, unique ways of making music. I think makes music underrated. I feel that. I also think um too, like you know how it's being streamed or distributed in the uh, in the market world. Like you always got you know the 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 stuff that's trending now. But the ones that's not so trending, that definitely makes it un underrated because very few will come across from it. And I also think, too, what makes it underrated is just where it comes from. Like you were mentioning from, you know, music that can be used in games and such. Soundtracks, you know, like 
how when are there times that we ever come across a movie or a TV show where it played a, a certain song during that scene? And we're kind of like bopping our heads. So we're like, yo, like, what is that song? You know, and then you like kind of wait until the credits at the All end right. of the show or the movie. Man, yeah, add on to that a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's your I'm, uh, I, no, I, I just want to shout something out when you said soundtrack, like movie and show soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Empire season one. <laughs> That's the best soundtrack ever. Oh, really? That shit was too good. Can you give a kind of like an example of like a song you like? Juicy Smoothie. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I think I had a playlist of that shit. Look at that. That's, that's how good it was. Hold on. Ass. Like, <laughs> keep your money. Mm. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not about to sing it. I'm just. I'm just have to tell you the nah, damn sing song. It, sing, sing it. Sing it. Hell no. Sing it. Copyrighted. Remember. Nah, if you sing it, it won't get copyrighted. <laughs> Going to start Whatever. Off flat. Whatever. I'm not. Middle, about to sing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Okay. Okay. Nah. Cause you know, you know, they had Mary J. Blige on there. You know, they had. Motherfucking um, Alicia Keys, right? Alicia, yeah. No, I thought that was the second season. That may have been the second season. My bad. But either that that whole soundtrack, but that whole season was good. Good as hell. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. Okay. All right. So we all have our different views on what makes music underrated. Let's start off with genres. You know, there's there's pop, hip hop, rap, uh, R and B. You know, rock, heavy metal. Like, what what genre do you guys think is underrated? Neo soul. Soul. Neo soul. Like neo, like neo, like kind of like future sci fi neo, and then soul. Like N E O. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I I never wow is it like I never heard of that. What is it like attacking the techno? No, Neo Soul. Yeah, come okay. on, don't be surprised, Tyler. Nah, nah, I, I never heard of Neo Soul either. I never heard Anthony. of Neo Soul either. Anthony. Oh hell no! I'm big on music and I never heard of it. Damn, yo, like what? Like, give me an artist. I might, I might know what you're talking about. Dude. Maxwell. Okay. Okay. Yeah, D'Angelo. Right. All right. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Is it like techno, kind of? Like no. Alicia Keys, the person you just said. You know? I'd be thinking of R&B when that comes up. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I'm not even going to lie. I thought, too. Uh, but Okay, okay. So it, it does follow under the, the R&B category, but it's like, think of it as like a subculture, right? Well, like like Ari Lennox. Something like pretty that. much, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So crispy neo soul. Just it's it's not techno or anything. It, it's 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 soul, but more. Uh, damn, like Janela Echo. Does it have a lot of guitars in it? No, well, it can, but you know, it's it's, it's got soul in it. You know, you, you, you listen to soul music, right? It's like uh, it's like. I think I know what soul is. 
It's Check like out soul a little bit of funk. Like music that touches your soul. It doesn't just make you happy. Even though it makes you happy, but it touches your soul in a God certain type it. of way. Wait, oh, and it, 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 I'm gonna Google this. A shit. lot of me, a lot of a lot of music touches my soul. Like rock music kind of touches my soul. Well, that no, it doesn't music. touch, man. Like shakes like your 80s soul. Eighties rock. <laughs> I, I, I fuck with eighties rock. Eighties rock is the best rock. Bro, I, I heard this one group called Soundgarden. They are they are tough, man. On the rock, I think they're from the nineties though. Mm. All right, so uh, Neo Soul, um, as I'm looking it up, it's it's a term coined by the music industry, and it's described as a style of music that emerged from soul and contemporary R&B. So when you talk about contemporary R&B, think of it as like... it's rhythm, blues with pop, soul, funk, hip hop. You know, it's it's, it's kind of like all combined in one. It's a combination hmm. of R and B. So take that, add neo. I mean, I'm add the uh, the soul, neo soul. Hmm. But you, you, in order to understand it, you got to listen to the artists that me and Nate and Antoine just kind of put out there. That's the best way you could just you know understand hmm. it. So. Yeah, but um, okay. So Neo Soul from Nate, he thinks that's highly underrated. I can definitely agree with that. Um, Crispy, do you think rock is is underrated? Uh, I think it's underrated. Or what genre? I think I I, I don't know. I don't really. I like all. I I uh, there's not a specific genre I just stick to. Even though I said I did say rock earlier, I just like I listen to a lot of game soundtracks because I play a lot of games and I like listening to their music. Um, what I'm really into right now is like Guilty Gear's soundtrack, which is mm-hmm. mainly just rock, and it's like I don't know, it's like it really hype. It hypes you up, like society, society, and the and it goes like that. Very <laughs> cool. Are you like I really like Guilty Gear's music? Um, so a lot of games. I listen to a lot of game soundtrack and. I don't know if this is a genre, but I really like when music like syncs to movement or actions, um, like visually. Like, have you ever seen um, Baby Driver? Baby Driver. Yeah. Oh, is that with like the a crew that's doing a heist or some shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, there's this a boy, this dude who drives for him, and a lot of the 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 movies like. A lot of the action scenes are shot with the music, like when the like car like swerves around, like the music kind of gets in tune with that. I really like that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't think it's a genre. I just think that's how they kind of like do timing or some shit. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Also, one more thing. Uh, I also like I don't know. I also like songs that kind of sound like it came from like old video games, like NES, like the beat boops and whatever. <laughs> All right, we got the beat boops. Okay, yeah. for me, um, what I what genre I think is underrated? Uh, I I think I think jazz. I think jazz is really becoming underrated now. Like it's not it's not being a 
it's not being popularized anymore. You know, the smooth jazz, the 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 old jazz age during the twenties and shit. I totally agree. Whatnot, because like, ah, that's that's one of my favorite uh, genres to listen to, but I don't really hear much people talking about it as much. So I thought that was underrated, and um, I think I think underground hip hop. That's starting yeah. to become underrated. Like you got folks like Griselda and um damn Griselda. Isaiah Rashad. Like Freddie Gibbs, you know, they're trying to bring that back, but Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, Isaiah Rashad, bro. He that man is annoying. Huh? Except Isaiah does underground. Yeah, even Kendrick yeah, said he's, he's underground. He, he's very underrated. Yeah. Another person who's underrated. Um be like pew 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 pew. I forgot. Well, we might as well go into the next topic. Which artist do you guys think is underrated? <laughs> mm-hmm. Zara Shad for sure. Zara Shad. Um I had a list of that. Yeah, Antoine, you go, bro. I can't think of everybody right For me, oh, go ahead, Antoine. I would say, like, Isaiah Rashad for sure. Charlie Scambino. Um, sometimes Chance. Like, he's up there, but, like, nobody really uh, pays attention to his, he's his an underground Aries. stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So, wait, like, like after before, rap. Before, so, before. Chance the rapper had like what good music before he was famous or yeah sure his last good stuff was coloring book he had some good stuff on the big day but it doesn't beat coloring book or acid rap or ten days yeah for sure he named his album the coloring book yeah he's an Aries so I think Antoine will understand why he he did that he named his album that. So, yeah. I mean, I have a few more, but I can't, I can't really like think of it right now. All right, all right. yeah. I, you know what? I, I'm gonna, li- I'm gonna just since y'all said that, I'm gonna listen to um Chance the Rapper's underground stuff because the stuff that I'm listening to when he's Chance the Rapper, I'm like, what the fuck? Literally, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I just. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't grasp it. Well, so, what's wrong with what's wrong with it? It's 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 all over the place. I mean, literally, it's like a coloring book. You just scribble, scrabble. In my opinion, I mean, some people want to hate me for it, but I just, I just never could understand it. Now there is one song I like from him with Justin Bieber, uh, "Juke Jam." I thought that shit was good. Hmm. But other than that. Yeah, that that one is good. Yeah, like you know that was some good song, but the other ones it was just like it's it's all lower place. Like you ever play the game Candyland? Like you land on the red, the green, the blue, and shit. Like you just <laughs> you don't feel know that way from coloring book. No, not for coloring, but I'm just saying his music in general. When I'm just hearing it, like it's like newer or older, newer, newer. Yeah, because he be trying to like be mainstream, but still be in his 
roots at the same time. That's how I feel. Like, he be trying to make stuff that you can, like, dance to, like, you know, the woe and shit. He be trying to make that type of shit, but yeah. also yeah. his own type of shit. Where he just needs to, I wouldn't say just pick one, but like make it fit together type shit. Right. I'm gonna listen to the coloring book. I'm gonna listen to it. My um, the artist that I think is underrated is Odyssey. Now Nate knows who Odyssey is because I've been kind of telling about him a bit, and. I would say one because he's been in the game for for quite a bit, and uh, I, I like I like his music because it's it's a balance of you know consciousness and just what's what's going on in the world and enlighten people and also like the instruments that he uses too because he produces his own music and his lyrics. I mean, it's just it's amazing. You know, he's a very informative guy. And the way he, you know, does his albums, he doesn't just have mostly all rap songs. Sometimes he'll put in instrumentals too, just to showcase off his beats. Hmm. So Odyssey is, um, I think for me, he's highly underrated. Another artist I think is is underrated. Um, I think Joey Badass. I don't think he's not, sure. he doesn't give enough credit doesn't get enough credit that he deserves. Another rapper is Loot. Yeah. Uh, Loot is underrated. L-U-T-E. Loot. L-U-T. Oh, yeah. Shit. Did I, I cut you Tyler? Go ahead, man. Go ahead, my bad. I like... Oh, that guy. Go ahead, Crispy. Yeah, I like... Um... I like you know I like this uh, guy called he's his name uh, Daisuke Ishi Ishiwatari. Um, he's makes Japanese. A lot of, yeah, he's Japanese and um, makes a lot of good rock music. Like I said earlier, from the Guilty Gear series, and really hypes you up. Like I like songs that hype you up. So, uh, oh shit! Like for example, like, uh, music I really like is coming from their new games called Society. Yeah, mm-hmm. Society, and um, yeah, that's really good. And who else? I like Mick Gordon. Uh, he, 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 he does, I guess he also does rap music, uh, not rap music, rock music. Hey, sorry for that. We temporary technical, te- 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 I can't say it right. <laughs> Had some technical issues. And um, what were we talking about earlier, Tyler? All right. Um, underrated music, underrated R&B, Whitehead Brothers. Those are my, that's my favorite Uh. R&B group. I thought they were highly underrated. They had a hit album, Serious. And I think they got overlooked because in the 90s, there was so many great artists and they just really didn't get that shine that they deserved. So what do you guys think of uh, R&B? Do you guys think there should be a an artist that should get their shine, that, that they're highly underrated? Hmm. R&B. I, I don't think I know what R&B is. Hey, you hear your question, buddy. Any underrated R and B artists? Um, R and B is dead. R&B yeah, but any dead. artists? Ari Lennox. Um, Ari Lennox. Probably heard, but other than other than that, it's 
Um, nobody else. I mean, we can say SZA, you know. Oh, yeah, SZA, too. I wouldn't say Janae. I don't think she's R&B. Janae. She has her own yeah. genre. Isn't R&B like a, like a place you stay at? Huh? Is it R&B like a place you stay at? Thailand. Yeah, like this, like the third. I stay on the third floor on that place. Oh my god! But I thought it was music. <laughs> Airbnb. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Oh. <laughs> oh. Listen, I don't know anything about anything. Okay. Oh my goodness. I that was a genuine question. I I don't yeah, know what R and B is. I'm not even. I that was a joke. That sounded like a joke you would find on the internet, though. <laughs> Isn't R and B the place you stay at? Like you, you rent. <laughs> then I listen to Airbnb. Uh-huh. Airbnb, Airbnb music is is wind music. Music made with the wind. There is wind music. Wind music is do, probably beautiful. Do you do you do you, do you like rap? Um, uh, Thailand. Do I rap? Uh, no, not really. <clears throat> you don't like I rap? Do not rap. I, I, no, I, I like rap. It's cool. Like, name an artist that you heard of besides Drake and Lil Wayne. And... Ooh, that's. Now that's. Now that's Just now an that's artist a that you would listen to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, I don't know any artists. Don't, don't Google no, don't Google no names either. Because Drake is just like an A-list household name or yeah. artist. I, I don't but know. Even white people know him. Or Jay-Z. Know him. Yeah. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Where, where were we at? Where were we at? Man, we didn't even know you left, man. You were right, they were asking me if, if, um, <laughs> if I knew my, um, asking me if any, any rap artists I know. Yeah, I just want to see if he, you know, deserved the black card. You know what I'm saying? Black card. We're not doing that to Chris. Black people created almost every genre of music. I'm just playing with you, Crispy, bro. He ain't so playing, man. If I don't know, if I don't listen to rap, that means I can't. They're not black. No, nah, no. Nah, black people made rock music. Yeah. They made rock music. Yeah, they, they did make rock music. Yeah. No, to answer your question, I do not know any artists. All right. Any rapper? Uh, do, you, do you know Tupac? I, yeah, I heard of that. I heard of that name, but it did come up. You heard of Tupac? Nabel's Nabel's gonna flip. <laughs> yes, I heard. I have heard of the name Tupac. Oh yeah, Biggie Smalls, right? That's a, that's a dude. <laughs> he said that's a dude. No, that's the man. That's not the dude. That's the man. Biggie Smalls. That's a dude, right? Yes, he's a guy. <laughs> he exists. <laughs> he Can you sing in Japanese? Oh, do you listen to Japanese rap? Actually, not really. Uh, well, no. Sometimes, but not like a lot. When I oh, I I I I yeah. No, Tyler. No. <laughs> what that? Like, no. Yeah, I, I see them. Like dude, I see them like wearing chains on their uh, their jeans. Do wait? Do you think what that's what Japanese rap sounds like? No, I'm just playing with it. I'm just playing with it. <laughs> I can't stand this guy. All right, so we we good on the uh, underrated music? Wait, I think I got one question. Okay. I I got, oh, underrated song. 
There we go. Ooh. Which song do you guys think is underrated? That's a Your lot of favorite? songs. Uh, of course, Billy is a song. Pick one, god damn it. There's too um, many songs that are yeah, underrated. Yeah, it's too many. But All I can right. say one song. Um, uh, Death Around the Corner by Tupac. That song is so underrated. Oh, shit. That song is way too underrated, bro. Yeah, it's got some fire. It's got some heat. Too. And then another underrated song, um, mm-hmm. um, Kool Aid and Cereal, something like that, by Kendrick Lamar. Um, cartoons and Cereal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cartoons and Cereal. That's underrated. Um, Gray by Isaiah Rashad. That song is underrated. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, which song by Isaiah? Gray. Gray? Yeah, that song is so underrated, bro. Underrated? Oh, let me see. I'm to search for No, Grace, my bad. Grace. Grace? I still ain't never heard it. Yeah. Uh, you gonna thank me later, bro. You already geeked right now? I, I don't know. No, I'm a little tipsy. Okay. Oh, tipsy? Yeah, what the fuck? Grace. Isaiah Rashad, Grace. That's on this song. I'll give it a listen then. Yeah, bro. Appreciate you. Well, obviously, uh, there's one song that's underrated. Oh, sorry. Before you continue, Tyler, I'm sorry. Um, this this one rapper called Coda the Friend. He is underrated, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think I got like I like his song Chicago Diner. Have y'all listened to um Island Man? By Coda the Friend. Nah, I'm gonna check that out though. That Does he have a song called Church or something? Church. Or I don't know. That sounds like Saba. That's not like Y'all listen to Saba? Saba. Is that like dancing nah, a little bit? No, 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 no. That's the, he's a rapper. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soga. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody say Soka? Yo, but underrated song for me. Um, this is guy. He goes by a uh, Tyler Mintz. It's called Hip Hop Tech. Best shit ever, man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> tech. You do you write, uh, you write music? Oh, I mean, oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Tyler, he, he does he does write stuff music. But do you like? Do you like? I don't know if you. Like, do you like write music? Like, nah, not not like that. Like that. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Okay, my favorite song, underrated song, is um, it was from Drake's album "So Far Gone," "Lust for Life." I think I love that interlude. Like, I can listen to that and be 80 years old. It's just, it's the best. Mm-hmm. It's highly underrated. One of the best interludes ever. So. Mine, I might, I would say, uh, this is pretty out there, but it's called Y'all uh, Saw That. Y'all Saw That um, yeah. by, yeah, it's a, it's a Russian song. Oh. Uh, um, and it's by Five Nizza. Five Nizza. Five Nizza? That's kind of like a lost member of the Wu-Tang. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of like a, uh, it's about like a soldier. Yeah, like a, like a soldier. Like, oh, I'm a soldier, and like kind of like, kind of sad and peaceful. I really like it. 
the Rizza, the Jezza, and don't forget Five Nizza. Oh, damn. Forget y'all too. Shit. Cool. Uh, I think it's time to move on to the next topic. All right. Well, underrated leadership. Before we get into underrated leadership, what is, in your own words, what is your definition of what a leadership? Well, maybe maybe we should actually maybe we should do the news. The news. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. We could do that. All right. Um, what's the four one one? PS. The PlayStation games are coming to PC, which I'm excited about. I know no one probably here is, but. I'm really want to play God of War on the PC. Oh shit! Um, I watched the um the celebrity game last night with Quavo and Jack Harlow versus Two Chains and Little Baby. Celebrity that game. That game so ass. That thing was hilarious, man. I was geeked watching that thing. I couldn't Wait. stop laughing. The two chains, the two chains say like they cheated or something, or the ref wasn't making the calls. I have no idea, bro. Everything Yo. he was doing was funny. I can't lie. When he funny. scored, when he missed, when he dribbled, when he walked, it was just funny. Fun fact: um, Two chains actually went to one of my old high schools that I used to go to, uh, Campbell High. Anything you. He used to play on a basketball team, and the head coach, um, Coach Gwen, I don't think he's still there anymore, but um, he really, he really uh, admired uh, two changes as basketball skills. And he could have been, he said he could have went to the pros if he had wanted to. That's a lie. Did you That's ever what it? Coach Gwen said. Shit. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Two chains did the good baller. He just played against Quavo and Jack Harlow with little baby. No, are yeah. you saying are you are you saying two chains had the decision to go pro or not? Or he, do you know how tall something? two chain two chains is? No, I'm trying to see if I'm understanding him right. I'm trying to see if I'm understanding you. You saying somebody admired two chains like a student, and you know they played like him and they had a chance to go to the league, or two chains had a chance to go to the league? No, two chains did. Coach Glenn. Uh, Yes, two chains. He was saying it basically if two chains had took the basketball route, he could have been into the pros possibly. I think that's what one of his albums was about. Go to the league or rap. Yeah, rapper. Yeah, that was a trash album. Oh, I didn't listen to he it. Should, he should have went. Name. He should have went to the league. <laughs> but nah, he carried yeah. little baby. He, he carried little league. baby in that game. Little baby was playing like a baby. You know how they say baby. You know how they say baby in the paint. You <laughs> <laughs> need, need Quavo and Two Chains to go one on one. That's how you settle it. Cause they both played basketball in high school. Oh damn! I didn't even know Quavo played. Yeah, Quavo played basketball at Burkmark. That's cool. That's cool. So, all right. What what else was the four one? What what other news you got? Wait, Quavo's coming on our next recording. That's the four one. Quavo's coming out. Wait, hold on. Tyler, what are we going to say? Uh, <laughs> boycott Amazon trending on Twitter. Boycott Amazon? Yeah. They, they ain't mad because he's rich. 
uh, it's about the unionization of the workers because the workers don't like the way they're being treated. I agree. I don't know. Um, I got fired. I got fired because I didn't deliver a package and I forgot it on the the van. So I just, so I just, so I just hid it under somebody else's own van and they found it and I got fired. So I'm part of that boycott. Okay. (laughs) What do you, what do you boycott Amazon? I don't have time for that. I actually just bought something yesterday from Amazon, so I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily do that just now. I'm still waiting on two packages from Amazon. I can't do it yet. Crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on my package, too. I'm waiting on a stimulus package since Antoine got it. Hey, you better call Biden. You know, Antoine, that was my stimulus package. You stole that shit. Or you better commit tax fraud. Commit tax fraud? Yeah, I'm going to commit tax fraud on you, buddy. Get hey. back my shit. Mm-hmm. Get your own stimulus. One, oh, there's, it's only a one-week boycott. I'm sure that's going to do much. Those people ain't serious, man. You know, you realize most people, when they do, like, um, uh, like, What's they call like uh, marches and stuff, or whatever they call like mm-hmm. uh, protesting stuff. Protesting, mm-hmm. in my opinion, but they're a bunch of like, um, I don't know. They just they're kind of emotional. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but um, it shows people how uh, how to how how everyone feels. It inspires a uh, change. We need music for that. We we got music, you know. I mean, what do we gotta do, you know, to really protest like that? I I could see the um point in protesting, but going mm-hmm. to like what Nate was saying for me, I'll, there's usually a lot of protests, but then there's like no action behind that. Exactly. Shit. Exactly. This is my, you know cry out for help or this is what I'm not agreeing with or what needs to change and then after that it kind of dies down but that's what certain I would say that's like what bigger major protests that I've been kind of coming across small Man. ones like at work and stuff those usually change those usually take effect but go ahead Nate my bad imagine protesting against your parents like your mom sure. let's picture that like what? Like what do you mean by that? Okay, see how the government is? They provide everything for you, right? <laughs> you 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 have a bedtime, you have a curfew, and you have to do chores around the house. Just like in the government, you need a job. You're you you have to go to school, or you won't get you won't be getting paid. You know? Yeah, but if you're, the you're government their, like you're under up. their you're under their laws. You're under their laws and you're under their rules, just like your parents. Yeah, but what if the laws are unjust? What What if the parents are unjust? Yeah, yeah, you know that's what I'm saying. saying. That's why, yeah, you, why they, people it, protest. Yeah, I know exactly. That's why you just gotta get yourself together, save money, and just move out yeah, and start your own. Exactly. Why you gotta stand there and, say, Mom? Why aren't you holding me like a baby? I deserve a better allowance. 
You know, why are you waiting for somebody else to change your life? Just do it yourself. You know? That's a that's a little harder for other stuff though. It's a lot harder for who? <laughs> for, for like, I don't know, for better treatment of workers and um social injustice. We already can't really move out. <laughs> Just solve that. So you so there's a limit to what you can do. I thought it was the land of the free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that, that's why people protest. Uh, get people talking. So are they free now since Biden's president? Because the gas prices are going high. Ooh. Ooh. It's a process. All right. I I agree with you. I mean, look, we want to tackle this on another topic. We got to get back to the second part. Underrated leadership. Before we get into that, what do you guys define in your own words what leadership is? What what are some qualities that a leader should have when it comes to leadership? Empathy. Mm. Empathy, vision, um, discipline, um, and focus. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, someone you can trust, and someone you know who can get work work done. Mm. Explain that. I want to hear more of that from Tyler, man. What? Okay. Explain that. Uh, just like that's why that's why I would want a leader. Really, there's someone like I can rely on. Uh, who can tell me you who who knows what they're doing and who can actually um, show his work, not only just talk, you know? I see what you're saying. But can't an employee do that too, like, from a company? Yeah, anyone can be a leader. And, and Antoine, do you got um any qualities that you think a leader should have or what makes a leader? Um, oh, this guy. How you gonna call my name? Then when I finally, I'm mother flipping the answer. Oh, be like, oh, this guy. You know what, Tyler? Yes. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna say it. What? You're full of crap. Oh shit! You dropped. Yeah. Oh, you feel like you dropped the mic, buddy? You're a doodle head. I'm a doodle head. And you eat sand between Sandy's sandy ass cheeks. Oh. Every time you sponge up your hair, man, it smells like ass. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Patrick Stars. World star, you're, world star. We're, let me get my camera. Hold on. You're a knob gobbler. Oh, hell no. Nah. Hey, oh, look. No. We're going to have to sell this. Yo. That's what I think of you. I'm a knob gobbler. Yo. You slob on knobs every Friday. Yo. Oh, man. Come on, Antoine. We on air, buddy. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> No, that's my man. Don't do it. 
Come on. That's a personal information. Just answer the question, man. Do you got any qualities that you think a leader must possess? The ability to take rejection and to reject. Mm. Take rejection as in like what the people under him saying they can't do that type or what do you like mean by say that? he's bargaining okay and he's trying to persuade the other party hmm. and they reject him he has to have the ability no not he he or she has to have the ability to accept that no, or to get around that no. I feel that. Um, I think you guys made some great qualities. Yeah, what are you eating, bro? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I think you guys <laughs> made some great point and qualities of a leader. I'll say for one, for me, well, it's probably ties into discipline, but patience as well. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, um, Jesus, when he had, you know, the 12 disciples. You have like, no right. He had to show a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the right, Nate. <laughs> Bring something up from Confucianism. Something yeah. like that. Oh, man. Confucianism. Yeah, Tylen, don't get him started, man. Don't get him started. I mean, wait, why, why you, wait, why do you say uh, Tyler doesn't oh, have it right? Shit. Okay, first of all, that man don't believe in Jesus, man. I never. Said, oh, you don't believe in Jesus, man. I never said that, but okay. Do you believe in Jesus? I mean, you can still bring it up, though. So, yeah. as an example, Jesus had the twelve disciples, and. It took him a lot of um, humility and patience to, you know, pretty much get them on board with the gospel. And not everybody was on board at the time. You know, there's obviously some people had doubts. Some people, you know, like Judah, turned against him. So that's how I know. That's how I know you have no rights. Do this. See? You have no rights. All right, Judas, my bad. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, these are some great qualities. And did you guys know that there are seven common different types of leadership styles? Now, Nate had, um, I remember he had worked on this for like a project. And I thought it was a really good topic because I didn't know there were seven different types of leadership styles. And so what I'm going to do is, I already got it pulled up. I'm going to, um, peace setting. Oh, I'm going to go through the different seven types and then see if you guys contain either one of those styles or more than one. Mm. So I'm, I'm excited about this. But uh, the first one is the autocratic style. Um, this style is known as do as I say. The autocratic leader believes that he or she is the smartest person at the table and knows more than others, more than others. They make all the decisions with little input 
from team members. Mm. Authoritative style. The most indicative style is leadership, also known as visionary, is follow me. The authoritative leadership is the mark of confident leaders who map the way and set expectations while engaging and energizing followers along the way. Hmm. Pace setting style, do as I do, is the phrase most indicative of leaders who utilize the pace setting style. This style describes as being very driven, who sets the pace as a racing. Pacers set the bar high and push their team members to run hard and fast to the finish line. Democratic style, this is more of a style where is, you know, what do you think? You ask the, the employees, th their thoughts, their opinions. You know, it's more democratic. What does the people say? And then there's a coaching style. Tend to have considered this approach. This is a style where the coaches view people as a reservoir of talent to be developed. They seek to unlock the people's potential. Then you have affiliative style. This is more so the people come first, similar to autocratic. This leadership practices pay attention to supporting the emotional needs of team members and strives to open up a pipeline that connects him or her to the team. And then you have the laissez-faire. Um, laissez-faire is just where you kind of have members under you that are self-motivative and self-starters and you really don't you just monitor their performance you don't really give them any direction or so they kind of figure out what they do and there's mm -hmm. already that trust factor hmm. so out of all those seven i mean i could go through a few of them again if you guys need me to repeat which one which ones do you guys think resonates with you maybe i should share my screen if that will help um i Okay, uh I can I know I can go, but um does anyone else want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. I resonate with like three. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot one of their names, but um uh here I I'm I'm sharing my screen right now. Do you see it? Um Okay, I go with strategic leadership. Democratic, um, what is it? Um, laissez faire, um, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. why, why do you think so? Because it, it, because, um, it, it really depends on can you, can you hear me? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it depends. Um, what these what I'm leading these people to, who is on board, you know, if they're skilling up. And and it also depends on how um how serious um the task is, you know. So mm -hmm. um I don't want to just be um uh not flexible in my leadership style. I want to have different qualities for different um you know scenarios. So I can just so um when that when it, so when no matter what happens in the future, I'm still prepared, you know, to take it on. You know what I'm saying? So that's mm -hmm. why. Um, 
and also for the dem democratic um i don't want to see like i'm the smartest in, in the, amongst the people i would hate that you know because i'm blinding myself with you know with pride you know and i don't see what um needs to be done you know to make um the whole team a success you know so mm -hmm. uh i can go on but you know i'll just cut it short right there Uh, I would say I'm more, I like democratic and authoritative. And I kind of lean into authoritative or more democratic, depending on the team I'm working with. Uh, Yeah, that's true. I can see that. because yeah, sometimes you have to, uh, it really, it really just depends the team, the people, the type of people you're working with. Um, Yeah, and trying sorry to think. to cut you off, but I agree. Um, authoritative because this guy gave me a failing grade for one of my uh, projects, man. <laughs> Oh snap! Hey, hey, hey! It's not really it's different, <laughs> but they were like, "Hey, Crispy, just give him a chance." He said, "Hell no!" He gave me that big old F. if I didn't give you F, I gave you like a C. Man, Uh, we had I to think. grade each other, so we went to the same school and we had to grade each other. The teacher asked us to grade each other for our work. The students, um, You and. know, you know what? Hey, Tyler, can can we save that for the, the another question under leadership because it's it's going to deal with around us with our experience. I definitely want you to tell that. But um, Antoine, any qualities? I mean, any of the styles resonate with you when it comes to being a leader of the out of the seven? What were the seven styles again? Wait, say that again? Say, so what were the seven styles again? All right, so you have authoritative, autocratic, do as I say, authoritative, known as division, confident leader, you know, always setting expectations and pushing the team members. Pace setting, kind of the same thing as authoritative, democratic, You ask the people, what do they think? Coaching, you're trying to unlock your people's potential. Affiliative, the people come first. And laissez-faire, do what you do. I guess democratic and coaching. What? That's a lie. <laughs> You coach? yeah. Who's, whose potential did you unlock? <laughs> I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. <laughs> I help people Yeah. <laughs> Yo, find leave my themselves. man alone. You did what, Antoine? I help people find themselves. Oh my gosh. Realize their work. Hmm. Okay. Because Okay. All right. All right. And why, uh, why democratic? I, cause like you said, you ask the people how they feel. And, you know, that's fine. I want to make sure everyone is on the same page. Basically, But you're an Aries, man. You don't give a shit about people's feelings. 
I don't, but I do. Oh, God. I guess. <laughs> For me, um, okay, so authoritative, that's, that's the same one as transformative leadership. And that's, that resonates with me a lot because I like to shoot out an idea and then just kind of have people, you know, do the nuts and bolts and come up with the details of it. Democratic, I would say a little bit of that. Laissez-faire, because I don't know. With me, like, I'm not trying to tell grown folks or my peers what to do. It's just like, you know, the maturity level should be there to where, you know, you be, you're wanting to do it for yourself. But that's not always the case. So um, I would say a little bit of autocratic, just a little bit. And that's, that's if I have to turn it on. But hmm. most of the cases, it's not really there because. Yeah, really? I don't really see you as autocratic. Right. Which is why I'm saying it's like a small percent. Like, I don't carry a lot of it, but. A little bit, a little bit. And um, I will say coaching. Yeah. I will say coaching. Like, I try to, you know, stick to whatever members' strengths are and then just have them maximize that hmm. in a sense. So, yeah, I would say that. Um, Good. So we found out the the seven. Now let's go to underrated leaders that we admire. Who are some people that we look up to that are leaders themselves? And I want to go first. I want to go first. Mm -hmm. uh, here we go. This guy has my birthday, but or he had my birthday because he passed. God rest his soul. But. Caesar Augustus or Augustus Caesar, whichever way you, you know, refer to him like Caesar. Yeah, Augustus he, Caesar. What was he yeah. all about? Well, man, this guy is <clears throat> fascinating, man. I could go on and on about him, but to make it short, I just want to say that nigga. Uh, he made Rome like from nothing to something. He was the first emperor of Rome. You know, he was born in, um, he was born in uh, a poor family, but the poor family knew, uh, they weren't really poor, but they didn't really have uh, land like that. But mm. he knew Julius Caesar from young, you know, mm -hmm. so um, he took Julius Caesar's spot and then he, he really took over Rome and he expanded their own territory, but like by country sizes you know like uh he did more than he should you know he he did more than a man can do by himself you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. and his net worth was up to like two trillion dollars or more so, mm -hmm. cool. oh yeah and he goes by uh, his leadership styles um, style was mainly stri strategic um, hmm. leadership. You know? Strategic, He's like a tactician. Yeah. Not really. It's like um, 
strategies, you know, like, because, you know, in order to get more land, you have to go through war. So he was very big on that. He had a lot of counselors, people experienced more than him, smarter people than him, right, who was able to acknowledge him and help him plan on better attacks and, um, and uh, you know, moves and different routes to go in order to overthrow a country. So um, he was very big on that and also supplying the country's needs from different countries. Um, so, yeah, he, he was... He was, uh, even though he was wealthy in money, he was also wealthy in advisors and and knowledge. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Cool. Is that a leader that you admire, Crispy? Yeah. Um, I would say is um, would be like the uh, Black Samurai. Um, yes, okay. Yes, okay. Yeah, have you heard of anyone heard about the Black Samurai? Yes, I have. Why him? I I don't. I just I just think he's cool, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think it's interesting that um he was able to I don't know uh kind of like live this life and like go to like I don't know. He's like a cool dude. He like he's like cool, cool. Dude. He's this black guy in feudal Japan being a samurai you know and um so he uh i think he was like in service he was like trying to uh, he was um he was a bodyguard for someone bodyguard. Uh, yeah and i'm not sure if he will say participating in war in wars but um he's particularly he's the tip ah, he's um there's a lot of uh, drawings in um uh, japanese feudal feudal drawings like he has like a, a as a wrestler there's like a picture of him as a dark-skinned sumo wrestler and i don't know i think i think it's cool that that type of person can like um can like live that kind of life you know this thing is real cool hey crispy mm-hmm. hey, oh you stupid tyler Hey crispy, you ever smoke weed before? Smoke weed, okay, that's a turn. Uh no. Shit. Not one day one day would you like to um, like all four of us just hit hit one, you know? Mm, I think I'm good on the weed. I'm good. Okay, you can get a shot, you know, take shots. A shot? A shot of weed? No. <laughs> No, like tequila. Did he go? Yeah, I take a shot. Yeah, a couple of shots, you know. And we just wing the whole episode. (laughs) That sounds fun. My, um, well, I want to hear Antoine. Antoine, is there a leader that you admire? Probably going to say Bone Crusher. (laughs) You you probably going to say Prince, Tyler. I ain't gonna say Prince. Yes, you are, bro. Or or James Charles. Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. Yo, I knew something weird about this dude, man. You you know what? You kicked off from the group. Nah, he's a bomb, bro. Oh you too, nigga. What? Mm. The... 
He's Hold the up. I gotta hear this. Antoine, why Osama been Laden? Huh? He held Al Qaeda down for years. Hmm. That's an interesting. That is a... I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> you you brought him up. You 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 will go there. I would not go there today. Why? You said he's your favorite person in the world. He's <laughs> not my now. favorite. Hey, we're not going. What we're not gonna do is get me canceled today. But you brought it up. I didn't Ooh. bring anything up. This man got testosterone, man. Screaming on the mic. <laughs> Vane's popping out of his face, man. Nah, James is that your leader? isn't a leader. What has he led? Wait, who? Who? Wait, who? James Charles. I would say Rudolph is a, the red-nosed reindeer is a better Yo, Yo I should have thought of that one, bro. Stop being an ass, Antoine. He literally is a leader, though. He technically is a leader, though. Is he not? He leads the sleigh. Who's whipping his ass when they're flying? (laughs) Santa Claus. (laughs) Okay, but who who's in front of the sleigh, though? Oh, my God. Who's in the very front? The motherfucker with the red nose. I can see it. Antoine, you whack for this, man. You whack. (laughs) Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? He's leading the sleigh. Oh, my gosh. A deer? A deer? Yes. (laughs) Bambi, he's a good leader, too. Yeah, kids. Simba Hmm. had a daughter. Yeah, Simba's cool. He's a leader of Pride Rock now. He's high right now, man. That's the problem. Not high. I should be. (laughs) Matter of fact, let me fix this right now. Okay. All right. Well, for me, um, this is kind of, well, kind of odd for me saying this because I'm not really LGBT. Nate. <laughs> um, I like um, I like LeBron James as a leader. Yo, let's go on. Let's turn off the uh, episode. No, no. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Name for hearing this. <laughs> now, I'm not a big basketball fan of his. I mean, I, I got respect for him. Like, yeah, he's one of the greatest players, obviously. But, you know, I, I was just always a Kobe fan. But outside of basketball, I just, I just admire him, you know, expanding himself and putting on his, his family, his friends to, you know, different opportunities and trying to direct, you know, where his, uh, his circle should be in and just the way he moves, you know, and not really being into the public like that. He, he, he seems like a guy that's just very clean, you know, nothing bad on his record. And I think too, like, I, I, I admire the way he uses his power. The fact that he's the greatest player in the NBA right now and he recognizes it and he's able to make chess piece moves to like get people on to the team and, you know, win championships and such, I find it very, you know, amazing. And 
I think he definitely, you know, is is somebody underrated. He definitely deserves his flowers. But um, yeah, LeBron James, gotta give him respect. I don't think he's underrated, and I don't think he's overrated. He's he's rated like he's supposed to be rated. You know, everybody knows his name. You know, but I I, but I agree with you said. I agree with you said. But um, good. So we got our leaders. We 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 matched up with the styles. Now let's talk about. Let's reflect on our experiences being a leader for ourselves. Whether we were leading ourselves, leading a group, leading friends. I mean, what name a time where you had to be a leader, and what was that experience like for you? What did you learn from it? Who, who wants to start off with that? Hmm. Yeah, I guess I could go. Uh, so um, I guess we real recently, I guess like last year. So um, we all went to the same school, uh, as you mentioned, same mm-hmm. program, and um, and this and we had to do a lot of group projects. Um, Facts. And unfortunately, we couldn't. We had the the teachers chose our uh, the people for uh, our projects, so we have a. You have a choice who can work with, and I found out very, very quickly after the first project they assigned us um, that um, that that group projects sucked a lot. Ooh. I never really, I never really, um, I, I haven't done really group, a lot of group projects when I was in like elementary and middle school. But for this program we went to, yeah, they did a lot of group projects to test our, I don't know, workability with other people, and. I realized that some people, after the first after the first uh, project went so badly, there was like no communication or anything. I was like, okay, I need to if I want to get a good grade, I have to tell these people what to do. <laughs> like it's I I have to I, I like th- th- sure. things will not get done if I don't tell them what to do. So for like every other project besides um after the first one, I I buckled up, I, I put my big boy pants on, and said, hey, we're doing this. And I asked if anyone else had a better idea. I was like, and if, <laughs> and most of the time they didn't, because a lot of people just were didn't really care. So mm. it was actually pretty easy to tell people what to do. Um, yeah. So I think that's just is it. Uh, I had that experience because like the people were just different. Um, plus, it was like a school project that not only really people cared about. Um, I would definitely have a different experience if I was like I don't know working for a company and had like coworkers that knew what they were doing. Would you so, like to be like that? Like what? That type of leader? Like no, no, I don't like I don't like being in charge. No, hey, wow. I, I had to do that to get a good grade. Why don't you like being in charge? Cause too much work. Also, I don't really see myself as a leader. What do you see yourself as, bro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a leader. They are the greatest fighting um, fight game fighting champion, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, sometimes like if especially if you're for school projects, you you have to tell people what to do. Are you alpha or are you beta? Alpha. I am omega. What is that? 
Save that for the next episode. Better. Maybe, please. Better than episode. either of them. But yeah, that's my experience with being a leader. Just tell people what to do. For school projects, you have to tell people what to do. And and hope they get the work done. I want to go next. Okay. I don't even know what to say, but I'm going next. Oh, shit. See, I'm taking initiative. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, I actually like being a leader, too. Because um, I have an on and off, on and off switch. Like, when I'm not playing around, um, I'm dead serious. You know, it's black and white with me. So, um, when when I'm a leader, um, I I feel out um, the people I'm leading, and I always make sure to know their strengths and their weaknesses and how I. Mm-hmm. I can, can y'all hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody else calling me. So I can fill in their needs mm-hmm. uh, and their weaknesses, so we can make a, a completion. You know. So I don't always have to tell them what to do, you know, but it's just, it's like, I okay, I tell them what to do without really commanding them, you know, hmm. right? Because I don't have to raise my voice. I don't have to, I, I, I don't really talk. I'm always listening and I'm always serving, you know? How do you deal so, with people who like don't want to do the work? They're not feeling it. The people who are not feeling it is because they have no vision. So it's either they, they don't see your vision or they don't see a vision. So it's really up to you to communicate that vision. You know? They can say, like, dang, I don't think I can continue school because, you know, my mom or my girlfriend broke up with me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I can I can be like I can give him a a a greater picture of why take um taking action can really improve your life. I could say like, hey man, if you keep your head down and you cut out distractions and not look back and you work hard in school, you can become somebody. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're you're really selling a dream. You're giving them hope. You're giving you give them something that is spiritual. A leader is something spiritual. Mm, okay. Okay. So, because because for them to do it at the high um, level, they'll have to be touched by the way you speak to them. They'll have to see something in you that can prove to them, oh wow, yeah, he is worth following. It could be because of his past. It can be because of his knowledge, or it can just be because the way he speaks to them. You get what I'm saying? Hmm. Okay. Because most people who are, in a way, yes men, or you know, who doesn't really think for themselves, they're more, you know, who are, they, um, they will love to help for somebody to help them think, or let's say think for them because most people don't know what to do or what to go like for you crispy when you didn't have um like before you took charge 
Everybody had no motivation. And they were all lost. But you as a leader, you instructed them, you placed them in places that they they best fit and they were able to um, complete the job, you know? Yeah. But I know I was supposed to um explain the time I was a leader, but I got so caught up in, you know, that whole mess. But go ahead, uh, next person. Antoine. Yeah. Uh-oh, I recognize that voice. What voice? Oh, that wasn't... Oh, okay, never mind. Go ahead. Um, Experience of being me. a leader. Oh, oh, my bad. Uh, When I was working at McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit! No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, this, this some real shit, though. <laughs> hey, mop that up. <laughs> I was working at McDonald's. Yeah. I was basically the leader of the kitchen. I would tell everyone to do. I'd be like, "Hey, do this. Go on break. Okay. Hey, your break about to be over. Go do this. Go clean that." Yeah. But I was like, I was the nicer leader. Like I was lenient on everybody until they pissed me off. <laughs> then I'm cussing people out, yelling at them. Yeah. Were you a manager of that particular? Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was a regular crew crew member. This guy, man. Mickey but for some D. reason, they made me the leader of the kitchen without giving me a raise. Mm. Or was your manager? They were dealing with but a customer. I was customer. basically true crew trainer, though. Hmm. Okay. Was it uh, was it difficult manager. dealing with those type of people at your job? So it depends on who I was working with. Like when we had like a deaf guy, he could hear but not really. So we were like, "Hey, drop chicken nuggets." You like make chicken? I'm like, no, drop chicken nuggets. Make chicken. Then I get upset. I'm like, drop the motherfucking chicken nuggets. Then he he's like, oh, okay, you don't have to yell. This guy, John. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, you know, it, it really depended know, if they listen or not. I think I know the tone that things was the leader at, you know, at McDonald's. Mm. You know those customers that be saying, uh, "Can I speak to your manager?" Oh, let me talk oh, to yeah. your manager. You know that split like few minutes. <laughs> you know that like few minutes the manager leaves the you know from the back and talks to the the customer up front. Mm-hmm. I was around the time Antoine fell in. He thought he was the leader. <laughs> no, I'll be quick to go get the manager. I'm like, okay, I don't have to deal with this motherfucker anymore. I'll yeah. go get him. Yeah. Even if yeah. it's a small, small, small problem, I'll get the manager real quick. Mm-hmm. Sounds like man. sounds like McDonald's made you a. Uh, I mean, as a, a snitch leader. He's a, he's a snitch. He's snitching on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't snitch on anyone. I was never a snitch. That's the one thing I didn't do. Mm. This dude ran a crusty crab. 
Yo, I can run a Krusty Krab. Krusty Crew. My uh, my my experience, um, just overall from elementary, well, not elementary. Let's say more so high school to now. Um, it's 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 been good and bad. Um, during that time, I mean, going back to Thailand's point, you know, you do have folks that just don't do the work and so you kind of like got to carry it yourself because it is your grade too they didn't really have independent grades Uh, also it was some good experiences where i really found um different ways to approach people and kind of get them into working like for instance when um me and Thailand had the same group for our one project, you know, we didn't really didn't jump right into the uh, project. We kind of just got to know each other and we played, you know, games and then came movie nights. And I thought it was just a great recipe to what made the project very successful. And so learning from Thailand, I decided to take that approach within the other group projects because I always thought, how can I get, you know, how can I get people, get comfortable with other people and how can they get comfortable with me, you know, just to be at least vocal enough to, you know, communicate and also make it a fun experience. Like, that's one of the things I always want to do when it comes to a project is to make it fun you know, enjoyable, whether it's through talking, games, or just going through the process. And I loved it. I loved every single bit of it. But um, I would say overall, uh, I do see myself as a leader. I would say most definitely if I'm passionate about something, because I'll probably bring the best out. But other than that, I can be a facilitator, you know, kind of like that basketball player that just does whatever like Draymond Green you know you need rebounds I'll do rebounds you need you know some a few points I'll give a few points like I'm down for whatever it is because my whole purpose is just the common goal what is it that we need to get done initially what's the end game to all of this but Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I I do see myself as a leader in certain things I will I want to develop myself more into being a leader when it comes to just life because once we get up to that age you know some of us are going to have families some of us are going to run you know small little businesses or just small events and i think it's very important just to have that 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 skill or that trait in certain areas and it may not be in everything like i definitely understood you know why Thailand, you're saying that you know you don't see yourself as a leader and because it does take work like you're responsible for other people's lives it depending on what it is but being responsible for other people you know having a vision steering them into the right direction it's not easy mm-hmm. and what i admire from you is just that you know you seem to find your you found your lane like you know who you are you seem to know like okay 
all I know is that I'm good at doing this, that, and the third. And the person above me just got to give me, you know, what it is that I have to do, and I just do it. You know, I'm typically that same way. And it's like, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing because the last thing you want to do is you want to say like, oh, yeah, I can be a leader. But then when the time comes, you don't really show. It doesn't show. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, everyone's going to have their moment, I will say. And I think the more we go through the uncomfortable and practice it and develop ourselves personally, then we'll we'll kind of become leaders. Like we can be leaders by just setting an example. When I'm pretty sure you come across people that just, you know, say, oh like, oh my gosh, like that man right there, he's a leader or he's a good kid or so. Like how come you can't be like him? Like that's leadership material because there's times where I have peers at a younger age, they their parents wanted me wanted their child to be like me because I was quiet and I was just doing my job or just doing my homework and shit like that. So it's not necessarily giving orders. It could just be by an example. It could just be how well you keep your routine going, you know, your craft. Like I think leadership comes in different ways. And that's something that probably a lot of people just don't understand or just think it's just a one way thing, one dimensional. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with everything you said. Like, I, I can, I don't know, I can probably do a leadership role. Just that, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I could probably do the leadership role, but I prefer to not be a leader. I just personally prefer not to be in that role. All right, think about it. Think about it like this. <laughs> Yo, Crispy, you like fighting games, right? Uh, Yes. What if you can lead a whole organization, like, to create the fighting game of your dream? Mm, yeah, I'd like to be a developer. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind being a developer. Would you do that? Would you, do that? Would you do that for thirty years? Thirty years? Ah, oh, maybe if I get really into game development, I mean, I wouldn't mind stuff like that. I think people. Like are capable of being a leader if they have enough desire to, you know, is that if they have enough passion to, because yeah. people can can sense that passion based off your aura. That's why certain people can um, sell, um, you know, can be a stockbroker or a salesman, you know, you know, better than others, you know, better than an average person because of their their aura or how they speak or how they see things. So when people can see like that you're so passionate about a dream, they will um they will feel that passion, and they will they will be like so willing to like follow you, you know, because it's just like oh my god, like I can't wait to see the new fighting game of Thailand, <laughs> you know. Yeah, passion. Yeah, I agree with you. Passion does help. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, a, I'm I'm eating um, pizza bites. I, I think that's uh, I think that's a good way to end it. Now we we kind of covered a lot on this episode. Are there um any announcements, Thailand, that we got going on? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it's been, it's been announced 
on the podcast. But um, yeah, we have some uh, YouTube channels uh, set up. There's some uh, clips, some of our episodes. Oh yes. Uh, so what is it? The name? If you just look up Underrated Minds, and I also, I guess I'll also put a link. Yeah, a link will also be uh, to our YouTube channel. Will be on Anchor. Um, it might be in the description, but uh, yeah, you know, look up Underrated Minds on YouTube and uh, you check out our clips there. And uh, eventually, I'm working on, on like, uh, maybe like an animated kind of clip thing for uh, our show. So you can look out for that. Yes, yes. And please check out the clips. Check out our intro if um, if you guys are kind of wondering what is it that we're doing or our purpose of this podcast. And also next week, we are doing another movie review, kind of very similar to what we talked about a few episodes ago. So excited about that. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I, th- I think we covered a lot. Um, underrated music, underrated leadership. <laughs> yeah. yeah, trying to trying something always uh, always trying something new with our episode, seeing what sticks or not. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you like it. Um, okay. so you can contact us <clears throat> on Twitter, which will be in the description below. Uh, and you can also hit up a hit up on YouTube, and you can contact us for any business inquiries at real dot minds at gmail dot com. And yeah. That's how you can contact us. All right, folks. Well, since we're all good, let's close it out. You already know how we do. So, Tyler. Yeah. So, you think um, if I was, like, young, like, four years old, and you were, like, five, my mom was going to be, like, seeing me misbehave and be like, see, why can't you be like Tyler? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's how they say it man hey you know what okay before we close out my bad so there was this one time right we came from chuck e cheese it was two um friends of mine they were brothers and we were just all in the car and like one of them kept moving and you know kid shit and the mom was like y'all guys need to sit down for a beat y'all ass why can't you be like Tyler? And I'm just all quiet and shit, looking out the window. <laughs> and yeah, it was just it was it was embarrassing because I was like, damn, like they're acting up. But then it's like it's not it's not my fault either. Like they need to get it together. But yeah, yeah, it, it that's that's how it goes. They probably jumped your ass after you. No, they didn't jump. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, <laughs> all right. We what Tyler? Do. You think you're better than us? <laughs> yo, <laughs> they were good, yo. <laughs> Next up, we'll be all about Chuck E. Cheese. Take it away, Tyler. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this has been uh, Unrated Minds, and my name is Ty, the ultimate samurai leader, music man, rock lord. I am Nate, the mother fucking great, the ultimate fighting champion, music, pop, rock oh, lord, supreme, square. Queered, okay. I'm so done. <laughs>
This is Ant Man, the Plant Man. I like plants, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that man's stupid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. And I'm underrated mind, and we will see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Yo, this man is funny. Peace. Peace. Chess music, nigga. This the air that I breathe. This the language that I speak when you're hearing me. How I choose to speak, how I walk when I move my feet. My lifestyle, this the food I eat. They told me to rap about drugs, like I'm pushing that crack. But really, how believable is that? They told me to go make a new dance that's popular. Sorry, dog, I'm not no choreographer. I came from the bottom up, now I'm kicking down the door. Niggas is non-believers, that's why we gotta show them more. And I'll be damned if I'ma be something I'm not. Something I ain't, something that's for the industry. It's bigger than rap. It's bigger than hip-hop. Session spark the strip of Rosa Parks. The lyrics can open hearts and minds of a cold disorder. Off but divine, the borders are over. Performers where the nose on the grind is hip hop. Bigger than the mic and the stage, the rhymes on the page. Idolized lies of the lame, the crying the brain, disguising every sign of the pain. They dive in the shame, thinking that their pockets are stained. But it's the long women speaking of who's high in the game. When the herbal essence freshens every side of your range, drop the saline through the window, blow. Mirror image unknown. Oh, you gangster? Try and get the memo. So fuck making a demo with a sign or unsigned. We gon' grind with a hustle goes beautiful mind. If you think we gon' stop, cause you ain't involved. You don't know the underground dog, man, it's bigger than rap. Respected, I expect when you in check, I see me in your deck. It's easily in check with the height or even greater of the length of the equator. Not because I'm arrogant, because what I bleed into the paper is real. Co-signed and sealed, deliver albums and try to give you our vision like a Jessica Alba. Because we take a stand and she's standing there and doubt us. We work it with stamina. These amateurs about what? You see the air that I breathe. It's lyrical IVs to fix the fickle disease and seeds. You try me. You see who stand beside me like side means under G-R-A-D's hip-hop seeds on which I will Feel me like I'm Dr. Shows and Sneakers Spitting ether through your sneakers You can watch me from your breaches This play out of games ingrained in our veins Showing honors cause the honors are stained We know it's bigger